You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Suckers. I'm Kaylin Bell. I'm Dean Bell. And I'm Jared Haben. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to an all new episode of Suckers. I'm joined by Jared and Dean. What are you guys suckers for this week? I'm a sucker for my beautiful wife. That is the right answer. I'm a sucker for my handyman husband, Dean. Yeah. It's nice to hear because you've never thanked me for anything that I built you. <laughs> that is so crazy. Jared, what are you a sucker for? Uh, things are good over in Roadie. What is new over here? Nothing. Nothing is new. Just day after day, it's the same nonsense over and over again until we die. It's a really beautiful There's way to look at it. that optimism. It's a really beautiful <laughs> way to look at it. Uh, but you know what the good thing is? We have coffee. And coffee yes. solves problems. Cheers That's what we're coffee. suckers for. We're suckers, we're suckers for, for coffee. coffee. Oh. What do you guys? What kind of coffee are you guys drinking? Jared's got something from Starbucks. Uh, it's Audrey's, but it kind of looks like Starbucks. It's a nice little shaken espresso with a little almond milk and some cone foam on top. It's quite oh, delicious. That's amazing. A little, it's 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 a little sweet, but I'm also a sweet tooth. That's the issue I have. I'm not really a. Uh, I don't have desires for food. Ashley's the opposite, where she thinks about what she's having for dinner. She, I mean, I'm not a days That's beforehand. She looks mm-hmm. at menus before she goes to restaurants oh, yeah. to figure oh, yeah. out what she yeah, wants. That. I'm not that guy. Like I, I, is she on Yelp? Does she look at the photos on Yelp? Uh, I mean, she looks at photos. I don't think she really yeah. looks at reviews at all. I've never understood that. Every time Kaylin does it, I'm like, just, I have to see what it looks like. Just live in the moment. Can't. <laughs> I have to see what it looks like to know if I want it. Yeah. It's just, I've never really understood why you do that. But. Because I build so much anticipation for my meals. And if I'm let down, Mm-hmm. I'll be sad. But a picture, like what can you really tell from a picture? I, I pulled up pictures for you at that pasta place and you decided to pivot on your order because of the photo That's I true. showed you. Pasta names are so confusing. It's like a lot of enies. And all I want <laughs> is like a nice spaghetti noodle and a delicious red sauce with maybe a little bit of 
You want the basic stuff. With maybe a little bit of meat in there if I'm feeling spunky. Mm-hmm. Like and then I order something because I'm like, that sounds interesting. And it comes and it's like butter noodles with uh, lamb garnish. And I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> you know? I love nice. butter noodles. I could eat pasta with butter all day, every day. So, Caitlin K- loves butter noodles, oh, too. Yeah. I, so good. You guys have the palates of toddlers. Yes, we do. Every time I make pasta, I have to set a little bit, a little bowl aside for myself with butter and salt. And it is so good. Mm. Sorry, our palates are not as sophisticated as yours, Dean. Yeah. It's because we don't Spaghetti travel the meatballs. world. Spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> up here. Butter and noodles way down here. Oh, no. I'm at least like a seven-year-old. You guys are still in like the five-year-old territory. So... <laughs> Um, that's what are we talking about today, you guys? It's good to see you, Jared. Good to see you as well. Uh, anything happened? Uh, we have Caitlin coming to Audrey's next week, which is exciting. Caitlin Bristow. She's oh. <laughs> like, wait, what? You're going to Audrey's? <laughs> uh, coming to Audrey's. So we're doing a meet and greet there. That'll be fun and exciting. And we're doing an event with her, Spade and Sparrows. So just gearing up for that. Uh, Valentine's Day went well. When's the last time I talked to you guys? Was it pre-Valentine's Day? I think it was Valentine's Day. The day of Valentine's Day, yeah. Uh, Okay, so we went out. Ashley and I went out to dinner. We had our date night on Sunday. Uh, Date night is so interesting now because we're it's (laughs) we try to make things romantic, obviously, but it's so hard because you know she's pregnant. It's like we get out of the house. It's always you know, with the kid and Audrey's, it's always like a commotion getting out of the house and then finding a babysitter. So we get to dinner and it's nice to relax. Like I have a glass of wine, but then I feel bad because Ashley can't have a glass of wine. And then there's things that she can't eat because she's pregnant. She can't like have any, you know, charcuterie board or any meats like that, or she can't have burrata cheese random, but like there's types of cheeses and types of food she can't have. Are there things that she cheats on? Cause I know a lot of my friends, they, they have their thing where they're like, I can't give this up. She, so apparently she, she's not supposed to have deli meat, but apparently she can have it if it's freshly sliced. I don't really know. Mm. Like if she sees it sliced, she says that she can have it, but she can't buy like turkey sense. or Less ham. preservatives. Yeah. Jared, are you a bologna guy? Uh, no. no. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm very. Not many people are. Are you, do you like bologna? I love bologna. My friend came and spent the night last night and he opened the fridge and he looked at me and he goes, I love that you're a bologna guy. <laughs> and I go, I love that you're a bologna guy. There's not enough of us out there. Speaking there. of having the palate of a toddler. Yeah. Kaylin hates that I eat bologna. My dad loves bologna. So oh, I used yeah. to have bologna and cheese with mayo for my sandwich at oh, school oh. every day. That's... Mayonnaise, bologna and cheese on white bread. That was Jared's lunch. Oh, um, that was such a 90s thing because I would have bologna and mustard on white bread. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was either mustard or mayo. But then the bologna would make the bread soggy by the time lunch comes around. And then it's, oh, I hate that, like, kind of moist bread. Bologna moist bread. Mm. Mm. Um, our Valentine's Day was good. We, what did we do on Valentine's <laughs> we, Day? We tried to make pizzas. We tried to have a romantic night in and make pizzas. Mine caught on fire. And I, I saw the picture. It, it, it looked a little burnt. I'm not going to lie. When you posted the picture, I was like, <laughs> Is she being sarcastic? Did it because this pizza looks burnt? Well, that's deep. Mine was burnt because Kaylin like s- severely undercooked hers. I was because like, because it caught on fire, and I thought I was going to catch the house on fire. I freaked yeah. out. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do, so I just pulled it out, and it was just straight dough. And then Dean kept circling his, and I was like, I think it's good. And then it turned into crispy. But what's, what's annoying about that pizza cooker? Gosh, this is such a riveting podcast. What's annoying about that pizza cooker is 
you can't cook the middle of it without burning the outside of it. And I wanted to make sure it was cooked all the way through. And so like I had to burn it. I think the f- there, we, we didn't roll out the dough enough. We actually didn't have thick. a rolling pin. And I got a lot of DMs cooking pizza in this altitude is different. Oh, so it's not totally our fault. I figure it would cook easier in this altitude. No, like everything here is so different. It's been so hard to cook and get things right. Hmm. And then I bought, uh, I bought Kaylin two dozen roses and some Epsom salt for the, for the bath. And then I go to draw her the bath while she's out of the house and our bathtub doesn't work. So that was a big, <laughs> thought fa- that counts. It was a big fail on my part, but that's, that's what we did. Well, and then Dean's been building this behind me. There's tools everywhere. He's been working on the office and he's been super busy and not letting me really help, which is I'm fine with. It's, it's been great. She'll come in for, she wants to film herself helping and then she'll be like, all right, <laughs> don't call me out like that. <laughs> Hey, all right, I got you, the shots you, I need. She's the one, you know, you got to make money for the gram. You got to put some, get some content up there. Yeah. It's good yeah. content too. Yeah. Sand for five seconds. Pretend like I did something. Now kiss. Obviously. Okay. That was really good. All right. I'll see you in a couple hours. Okay. No, yeah, I helped yeah, yeah. to put these shelves in. I helped. I helped. Yeah. That's all I did. <laughs> carried the shelves from the garage to the room, which is very nice. It looks good. I got to give myself some credit. It looks, looking behind you, it looks really nice. Just some tools and some mess, but it's almost there. Dean, but, how hard was it for you to build that deck? Uh, the deck is actually pretty easy to build. It's just a big frame, and then you just lay the deck boards. It's, I was thinking about it last night, because when I put this room together behind Kaylin, I was like, just stood back, and I was like, man, it feels really good to build something, because... Just like seeing it come together. I don't know what it is about it, but it's really, it's like adult Legos in yeah. a way. And someone um, DM'd me and she was like, hey, we'd love to send you this. It's like this $10,000 or maybe even more than that. It's like storage for all of your Cricut crafts mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's basically what Dean built, but for like $1,000. So, and it looks a lot better. This? Yeah. How is this anything like that Cricut thing? It's all a storage. Yeah, but that was like a Murphy storage system where you like all folded out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a lot better. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what we did. For Valentine's Day. Build stuff and burnt some pizzas. Best Valentine's I Day miss, ever. That was um, our first Valentine's Day as a married couple. It sure was. Wow. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good Valentine's Day to stay in and cook. I it's you guys obviously are experiencing it as well. And then just like I miss that feeling of when you first started dating someone and you guys would have that first night where you would stay in and cook and like watch a movie. Oh, that was the best. Mm. That was the best. Like my biggest advice for anybody out there right now that's don't do it on a first date, obviously, because it's creepy. No guy should be inviting a girl over for the first date. But like if you guys have been going out for a little while and you're like on the verge of being exclusive where you feel comfortable enough to invite a girl over to your house or go over to her house, dude, I find that to be the most fun date in Mm. the world, even more than going out, like staying in, you buy a bottle of wine, you cook together, like you're in pajamas, but it's kind of like sexy clothing too. And you're watching a movie and it's like, oh, your heart's all racing. Do I put my arm around her? Don't I put my arm around her? Oh, and then, of course, like, you know, oh, it's just, oh, God, it's the best. (laughs) I think I've told this story before. I remember I went on a, well, not on a date. For Valentine's Day one year, I ordered in Chinese food. This is a long time ago. Sorry, Caitlin. This is PC. And I ordered Chinese food. I wanted to, like, set an ambient light. And so I, like, threw a pink shirt over a floor lamp. Oh not realizing God. that lamps get pretty hot and the Did shirt, you catch on fire? The shirt caught on fire. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In the middle of my like bedroom at the time. And it was very scary. Wow. What'd you do? Put the fire out and then turn the regular lights on. <laughs> <laughs> and then ate my Chinese food. It's very romantic. 
But yeah, now we don't get now we don't get that. I'm not lighting shirts on fire at 32, you know. No, That's you're such a drawing the bats with rose pe- rose petals. Yeah, I know. But to Jared's point, there's something something fun about like the itty like the, like how silly we used to be, you know. Well, you guys could still be those silly, goofy guys. You just got to try a little harder. Yeah, I suppose. Deep, dig deep into your romantic. I got to try a little harder. What do I have to? Do? I can't fix a bathtub. I'm sorry that the bathtub wasn't <laughs> able to be drawn for you. I'm just saying, you guys are missing this little part of your yourselves. You but, can get it back with your wives. No, but I'm saying like part of the fun of what that like Jared is. It's like just like the inexperience of it all. Like you hadn't really done it before, and that's why it was so exciting because you're like figuring it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Now that we're old and not smart, but you know, more experienced, I guess those things kind of lose their novelty a little bit. It's also hard now because Ashley, like even when we try to like be cutesy, she'll sneeze and she'll be like, I just peed. And I'm like, Oh, all right, let's just put something on the TV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did see that a lot of people have sent in this article about how picking your nose can lead to Alzheimer's. I have had dozens of people. There's people, dozens of us. No, seriously, dozens of people. People, Lauren Zima texted us yeah. to us. We've had many people text <clears throat> us this article. Yeah, apparently. Have we been picking our nose on air and just not noticed it? Is there well, a reason no, why remember, people are sending remember, these? Remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how I pick my nose in public and how it makes Kaylin mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Jared wasn't on that podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. So in Carmel, it was a big, big thing because I'm pro nose picking. I, if I have a booger, I'm picking it. I don't need to, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to blow my nose because a, a blowing your nose doesn't get those crusty boogers that are stuck to my nose you hairs. Don't need to explain. I'm a pro picker too. I get it. I think what you don't necessarily understand, Kaylin, is that men have a lot more nose hair than women. And so the boogers get stuck up there a lot more. They make little machines to just get them out. So the you hairs. shove a machine. Oh, I've tried those oh. machines and I think they don't, that work. They make, they don't work. I've tried these nose clippers too. And it's just like, you know, I went to the barber one time and they did this thing with popsicle sticks. Dean, I don't know if they've ever wax? done this with you. Yeah, they put wax on the end of oh, a yeah, popsicle stick. Oh, yeah, just yank it out. That's and terrifying. then they put it up in my nose and they're like, one, two, Ugh. three, and they just pull it out. Was it painful? Yeah, how bad? It is wasn't it? as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to cry. I was did like, I can't believe after? I'm doing this. Uh, I can't remember. Seems I mean, like it I remember. Would make you it was, sneeze. It's very ticklish. I'll like pluck my nose hairs often. That's an enjoyable moment as well. I can't pluck my nose hair. I can't like, I can't pluck in general. Maybe I'm just not a good plucker. Well, like, you know, if you have some, if you have some hair sticking out and you, and you don't want them sticking out anymore, just get like, kind of get up into the base and just yank super hard. He just super uses fast. his fingers. I feel like I use, I feel like I get skin. Like I used to try to pluck my, uh, like middle brow. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm making my middle brow more red than anything. I don't think I'm getting hairs. <laughs> anyway, this is a guy problem, obviously. You got to improve your form, I think, is really what it comes down to. Apparently, I need to practice more. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. 
Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, Jared, I see on the rundown here that you're doing something about a Girl Scout cookie taste test. What is that? No. <sighs> Apparently, did you guys know that there are two different factories that distribute Girl yes. Scout cookies oh, in the United yes. States? And that's why they have different names. I was just telling someone about this. Wow. This is news to me. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently one is very good and the other one is not as good. And then hmm. Ashley is all pissed off. She, I've heard this conversation a million times and I can't hear it again about how Rhode Island has the sh- Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, the East Coast does have the bad ones. Well, they're distributed all over the place. Like, there's a colored map that she brought up, and she goes, look, and she zoomed in in Rhode Island, but there are parts of Mass that have the good factory, that mm. there are parts of Connecticut, and then apparently in Northern Virginia, where she is from, she it has the good cookies. 
I don't know, but honestly, a lot of people have come up to me ever since Ashley posted and was like, Ashley's right. The no, Girl yeah. Scout cookies suck I didn't here. know that they tasted that different, but I know the names because Thin Mints has a different name and then Samoas are like Coconut Delight or something. Well, apparently Samoas are like just completely not Samoa and it's just trash. Mm. It's so interesting. I, I thought you were just doing a taste test. I was like, we all know what Girl Scout cookies taste like, but I like this idea. Well, now, Ashley, because obviously I was giving her shit about it because I'm like, they don't taste that much differently. And then Ashley was not very happy about that response. So she is buying hmm. cookies from both different factories. And apparently I'm going to do a blind taste test, which I've already told her I'm going to sabotage intentionally. I'm going to just say that I can't taste the difference, even if I like one better than the other, just to piss her off. But obviously for Instagram content, I won't do that because I'll tell the truth because it's better for the gram. So apparently I'm doing a blind taste test, but I don't even like Samoas. So I don't know why I, I, the only, I like Thin Mints. So I'll guess I'll taste the Thin Mints and see which one I like better. Does Ashley, is this a, a theme for Ashley to do? Does she like doing blind taste tests for you? She likes doing anything food related, but we've done this before. We did, I think it was like the difference between a In-N-Out and a Shake Shack. Yeah, that's the one I'm, I'm referring to. I remember you guys doing that like five years ago. Which, um, like, I don't know why I did it because I think I've always been team Shake Shack. Like, Shake Shack mm. is far better than In-N-Out. But Ashley loves Shake Shack, right? Yeah, we both like Shake Shack better. Yeah. I, I would like to taste all the burgers bite by bite. Burger King, McDonald's, Shake Shack, In-N-Out, Wendy's, and see which one I like the best. I mean, I'm imagining Shake Shack is going to be number one. You could put Wahlburgers on there, too. I just don't know if they're as... um. You know, there's as many as these other ones. Shake Shack is criminally underrated, I think, especially in California, where everyone is high and mighty on the In-N-Out train. Yeah, In-N-Out is not that great. Well, I love In-N-Out personally. Like, I still think it. I don't. Okay. I love In-N-Out. I think it's delicious. I will eat there over Shake Shack. But every time I go to, Sh I've only been to Shake Shack like twice. But every time I go there, both times I went there, I have thought that it's the superior burger. It is so much better. The reason I like Shake Shack is because they have vegetarian options. As someone who doesn't eat red meat, mm. they've got the Portobello burger. And it's like, why can't In-N-Out just, they've got, I think they just do a bun or something for vegetarians. They Well, they've got like the lettuce bun. Yeah. And then they've got like grilled, they can, yeah, do like a grilled cheese. Mm -mm. Or Not like a, a hamburger with no burger. And That's it's just I'm like saying. lettuce, just cheese, buns. and yeah, tomato. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you know, credit where credit's due, Shake Shack. This is such a food-centric podcast. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, we got to give Are some- Are we hungry? Let's give some hard-hitting um, updates in our lives. What else do we have, Kaylin? I mean, this has basically been what we've been working on. We. When I say we, I mean you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I have an update for Dean's life. Yay. Dean has been he so, so great to, like, so neighborly. He helped this woman fix a fence and he's meeting all these new people and he's got a weekly yoga class with these older women. He's yeah. just like befriending all of the older ladies in our neighborhood. It's great. Yeah. You got to start, start up top. It's a pillar of our community. I'm trying to be, I want to, I was telling Kaylin the other day, I want to be known as a guy in this area that's just willing to drop everything and help anyone on a moment's notice. And he has been. Yeah. In many ways. And it's very sweet. Thanks. Thanks for your, Thanks for sharing that information. You got, you got a big heart. I just, I also just love that you're doing yoga with, it's like a group of six ladies who go to yoga every single week or twice a week. They go to the same class and they were like, Dean, we talked about it and we want you to come back next week. So now he's a part of their crew. I think the girl that said that was a is a fan. Oh. Because she asked about you specifically yesterday. And I was like, I don't think I've ever shared my wife's name. 
She goes, when is Caitlin coming? And I was like, oh. So you don't talk about your wife to these other women? That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> First, I do, but I say my wife. I don't say Caitlin. So I like, I'm like, oh, yeah, my wife wanted to come, but I told her she's not allowed to because this is, this is my thing, yada, yada. He doesn't like to work out in front of me. I hate it. I even said it to them yesterday. I was like, look, I'll embarrass myself in front of you guys, no problem, but I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my wife. Oh. Would you do, would you lift weights in front of Kaylin or is it no. just yoga or anything? Nothing? We used to try to go to the gym together in Nevada and I hated it. I hated it so much, even though like, it's not like we were like working out with each other, but I want to work out and be there for like 45 minutes to an hour. Kaylin wants to work out and run on the treadmill for 15 minutes and then leave. No, that was when I didn't have a trainer. When I have a trainer, I'm working out for an hour. Yeah. But then also too, it's like, you know, we're walking around between between going from the squat rack to the bench press i like have to not have to but like you know if i see you i'm gonna like stop and give you some flirtatious glances <laughs> and that just gets in the way of me working out yeah so we don't work out together we belong to the same gym but we go at separate times i'll see like if she's going to the gym i'll be like all right once she's back i can go to the gym <laughs> yeah yeah but it works it works kind of you know I, when you guys were talking i was just thinking about Dean, when you said you have you stopped to Kaylin and give her flirtatious vibes or stuff like that at the gym. And then in my head, I was like, I have no, when Ashley and I went to the gym, I would just ignore her. Yeah. And I would have my headphones on and go. And then I was thinking in my head, I think as the older I get, the more of an asshole I become. Because then I was <laughs> like, I guess I should, like, I have no quarrels just being so honest with Ashley now, so brutally honest, mm. where I really shouldn't be. I should lie and fluff things up and make her feel better at times. But, you know. Yes, that helps with romance, you know? <laughs> I know. It's just, she's, I think Ashley, she's so honest, so honest to a fault that it rubs off on me. But the problem is she is such a naturally innocent and, um, and and the most the the and I mean this in a positive way, childlike, you know, in terms of just like lovable and endearing and innocent. So like her being honest is fine, but like me being honest, <laughs> like I think of some really stupid stuff sometimes, and I think of some I have dark thoughts, and like when I'm honest, sometimes I'm like like I was just thinking at the gym. I'm like, I have no problems being like just putting on my headphones and just bolting past Ashley to get my workout in. And then after we're done, we're like, all right, I'm, you know, whenever you're ready, no rush. But I was just, I I don't know why that popped in my head. Anyway, moving on. No, we, we kind of deal with that too. Cause I'm the same as Ashley. Well, I am pretty honest and I say a lot of weird stuff, dumb stuff. And Kaylin's always looking at me like I'm an idiot. Like what, remember what I was saying yesterday? Yeah. I I remember my reaction, but I don't remember what you said. We don't need to repeat it on air because it was pretty... First of all, you cannot be the person, don't be that guy, to be like, you know what I said yesterday? Oh, your reaction was pretty good. I can't say it on the podcast. Just yeah. say it. Is it that bad? No, it was, I was, I, it was bad. It, you going to get I canceled? Was, I remember that I was like, what the? Yeah, yep, I remember. Don't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, well, I can, we can kind of summarize it. I feel like since I have a, a, a lost parent, it kind of like having a, a dark side of humor about dealing with loss, I think is pretty important. And so I was mm -hmm. making jokes about dead parents Yeah, and it was in bad taste. It was, <laughs> but I can make those jokes because I lost a parent and it, it breaks my heart and I am constantly depressed about it. So I can joke about it. That is fair. <laughs> that's, that's my logic with it at least. <laughs> Dean, I don't think I've ever asked you this and I've actually been curious about it. Ha have you talked to your dad ever since, um, 
You've been married? No, that's like, a good question. Well, I have not, but he lives in the same town as us. I have talked to some of my friends' parents who like have inquired about it as well. And I, I keep asking them, I'm like, should I stop in his store and like say hi and ask him how he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And everyone that I've talked to encourages me to go say hi and like reintroduce myself to him. But I just haven't done it yet. Do you want to though? Yeah, I mean, every, I drive by that store like every single day. Me too. And I could like stop in real quick. And but so I guess, no, I don't want to. Otherwise, I would have done it by now. I, I kind of disagree when people say stuff like that. I get that their intentions are correct. But when people like tell me, for instance, to fix the relationship with my dad to reach out, it's like, mm-hmm. one, I don't want to. And two, that's his responsibility in my eyes. Yeah, I, I agree that it is on the parent to maintain a relationship with your kid. To a degree, but at the same time, too, it's like I'm an adult. If I was 16, I would absolutely yeah. agree with that. But now that I'm 32, it's kind of like, well, if I step up and just be a, a son again, like I should just do that instead yeah. of waiting for him to come around and be a dad again kind of thing. So I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. I do think at some point I'll stop in and say hi. Who knows? I'm curious to see how he'll react. He'll either completely ignore me or act like nothing has ever happened between us. Like in, like Like we haven't seen each other in five years, you know? So it'll be interesting. I'll, maybe I'll do it this week and I'll come back to the podcast. I'll have some inf- information next week for the podcast. I'll do well, it for the don't bit. do it for the podcast. Usually I'll I do say do bit. everything for Instagram and podcasts, but there are certain things that are very emotional <laughs> that I'm like, don't, uh, you, you need to do that whenever you feel is the right time, if ever. What do you think I should do? Oh, I couldn't even, I have such a different experience, uh, than what you've gone through in your life, I would be the last person to even give you advice on to what you should or should not do. Because of course, on my side, I'm like, yeah, I think you should go in and talk to your dad. But I mean, I couldn't even fathom, uh, like I can't even put my mind into what you've been through with losing your mom and then, you know, having the relationship with your dad that you've had. I like, I just, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, at this point, I so I think the biggest detractor for me with his this whole situation with him is I I, I don't know if you guys are, I'm sure you don't remember it, but on my hometowns he kept talking about how he's like I was like you weren't there for me like what happened blah 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 and he's like you should be grateful because I made you the man that I that you are today because I was absent and it made me so mad he's yeah, taking well credit taking credit for any you know not not success but any any like success that I've had in life, he's taking credit for because he wasn't there. And he's like, I made you into the man that you are because of what I did. And I'm like, no, that's so messed up. And so my concern now is if I go in and I have this beautiful wife and we have this amazing house and we're back in the Valley and we're, you know, we're doing well for ourselves, generally speaking, at least, even though I think we could always be doing better. I, my you guys are doing very be, well for yourselves. Yes. I, I think he would be like, uh, he would say something along the lines of, like, or he, he would be proud of himself is, is kind of maybe why I'm hesitant to go say mm, something like to a, him. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he won't be that way, but that's just kind of how I imagine him going mm-hmm. with it. So, but you're also like the most forgiving and kind person. Oh, and part of me doesn't want you to see him to like protect you because, oh, do you want to go in with me? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I will, if you want me you to. You don't want to meet him? N- not until you think it's appropriate don't you think it's weird that neither of us have met have met the other's father i don't think you'll ever meet my father to be honest (laughs) nor do i want you to um but i i like part of me just wants to protect that there there's also like an innocence to dean and just protect that sweet and like nurturing and 
Like you would be there for him in a heartbeat. And I feel, I don't want him to ever take advantage of you. Yeah, I do think he, and that's another thing too. I do think that he would try to take advantage in some way, but who knows? Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe we're thinking the worst. It's just, he's told me some stories and I'm like, you know, you probably should keep those to yourself. Like that's pretty messed up what you're saying your, right now. Your like, dad has told you stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, I'm not going to get into the thick of it, obviously, but, but like, he would talk about like a plan that he has to do something that would like pretty significantly hinder someone else. And I'm like, and I'm like, why? A, why would you do that? And B, why would you tell your son about that? Mm. And so I don't know. That's kind of that's where my hesitations come from. Is the is it being taken advantage of situation? Yeah. And I, you know, I do kind of try my best to see the best in people. I, I would hope that that w- wouldn't come to that, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have any hesitations going back to the area that proximity wise, you're close to your dad? Yeah. I've been, I've been wondering if I'll ever like bump into him randomly as opposed to like going into where he works and saying, and like, you know, me, I guess driving that interaction where, or just like seeing him at the grocery store randomly. I've always been curious to see if that would happen. I, my biggest fear is like having a bad reputation in the community because of him or, you know, when we were kids, we were all kind of jerk or mm-hmm. dickheads, but everyone I've talked to, like I called our gas provider yesterday. She has two kids that are a little younger than I am. And it's just so great to be like able to talk to people that are now in a position to like help others and be like, yeah, I grew up here. I'm just so happy to be back. And then they're like, oh yeah. Oh, you're Dean Unglert. Oh my gosh. I remember you when you were six years old. Remember like that realtor that we saw yeah. in the, one of the houses. She was like, I remember last time I saw you, you were pee in your pants every single time. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking too. Everyone knows, I mean, upon meeting you or knows your reputation that you're very kind and sweet and everyone knows your dad's reputation and don't, you know, think one is the other or don't ever compare, you know? Yeah. So if that's a concern, I don't think it should be. I do also remember last time I was hanging out with my dad, also PC, pre Kalen. we were like <laughs> hanging out and I hadn't seen him in a few years and... Uh, and obviously like I hadn't really spent much time with him uh, at all in my life up to that point. And he was doing something and I looked over and I was like, that's exactly something that I would do. Like we have, like we're so similar in so many ways, even without like growing up with each other. And so my biggest fear is ending up like him in so many ways because we're just cut from the same cloth, I guess. No, there's just, you're so different. (laughs) I I hope I try really hard to be. And my brothers say that too, like, because both my brothers are, dads now and i'm like don't you get a little you know concerned about being a dad considering our dad wasn't necessarily the best one for us when we were kids and both of them have encouraged me because they're like well no like my biggest motivation is to be the exact opposite of Mm. our dad to to my kid and so it's like yeah people can't and obviously people do change um and they're like working hard to break the not like the family curse but like that expectation from a ungler i guess if you will True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided 
to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next in Puerto Rico. There are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Kaylin, you're a Harry Potter fan, right? You're a Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, because I'm going to reference uh, Order of the Phoenix here, uh, because there's a great line that you reminded me of, Dean, where at the end of the movie, I can't remember what happens to the book because I read it so long ago, but at the end of the movie, quick story, Voldemort and Harry, like Voldemort's trying to take over Harry, possess him. It's kind of a weird scene, but Dumbledore's talking to Harry because throughout the entire series, like everybody's relating Voldemort to Harry, Voldemort to Harry. And in that scene, Dumbledore's like, Harry, it's not how you two are alike. It is how you two are different. And that is the important thing. So anyway, my point being is it's not how you uh, and your father are alike. Uh, it's how you guys are different. Oh, love I like that. that. Love that. And then also, uh, 
Dean, from an outsider's perspective, obviously I don't live in the community, so I don't really know, but my general consensus would be that your fame and just you, one, you being you in general, uh, like going to these yoga classes, being a six foot two, very good looking man going to these yoga classes with six older women, like you kind of created your own, um, your own perception of yourself. Plus on top of what happened on bachelor, I don't think anybody would be like, Oh, that's so-and-so's kid. Like, <laughs> oof, watch out. Yeah. Like they know you for you for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. No, but it is interesting kind of alluding to the same topic too. It's like, yeah, you like at the end of the day, I am my father's kid. And so I just hope that doesn't follow me around. And I do agree that it doesn't necessarily I, I don't think your dad is stopping on the side of the road to help an older woman fix her fence. I think he would. Oh. Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking too harsh of him. I don't know. But I, I don't know. That's kind of the thing with him is I think that he would do something like that, but then he would like disregard the people that he should be taking care of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just a bad perception that I have of him. But I don't know. I really don't know. Well, my whole point in this is that you're a very great guy and you've been very kind to all of the people in our community. Yeah, but I haven't been kind to you. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, Kaylin, so you obviously also don't have a close relationship with your father. Wow, this this podcast went from food to like really in depth, but it's, <laughs> it, 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 it really does fascinate me because you two, I've had such a different upbringing and you guys have had much more trauma than I have. And you're both equally such wonderful people um, that it's 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 pretty remarkable because I try to like put myself in your shoes and, and be like, you know, what would what would I be like if, if I had to deal with some, some of the things that you guys had to deal with in terms of like my relationships with my parents? So you don't think you'll ever have Dean meet your dad, huh? I don't think so. Um we haven't spoken in years and he tries with my sister. I've got six siblings, but uh, four of us are my dad's kids. And he tries with two of his kids, but doesn't try with the other two. And it's like, maybe, maybe things will change years from now. Maybe when we have kids, like I'll want them to have a relationship, but I just can't, I don't know. I've, I feel like when you are trying with two kids and give up on the other two, it doesn't make me want a relationship with you. So who knows? My biggest thing is in 20 or 30 years, or 40 years, who knows how long, when my dad is dead and your dad is dead, then like we, you know, they will be at some point. Of course, everyone does. We're all going to die. We're all going to (laughs) die. My biggest like potential regret is if I wait too long to salvage a relationship and then he dies and then I'll forever Mm -hmm. have to live with the fact that like, oh, I didn't try to mend this relationship and now I don't even have the chance to because he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's something that I like a lifelong guilt that I would have to bear. But I just like, don't want to wait until it's too late, I guess yeah. is kind of what I'm saying. And obviously I am because I'm not taking any action with it, but I do think that there would be a day, like if I don't go up to him and say something to him where to, in whatever capacity too, like I don't have to be his best friend, but like, if I, I don't know, I, I just do think that I would regret not trying to mend things with him at some point in my life. Yeah. And it's definitely different with the two of us. You had a relationship with him for 15 years and I've never had one yeah. with mine. So I think yours is more important in a different way. Well, they're both new. I mean, they're, yeah, they're both nuanced in their own special way. Yeah. Like I do agree that yours, it's less important to you because like John is your dad. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah. So we'll see what happens. But for now, 
No dads. No dads. <laughs> how long? Uh, how long ago did your mom remarry? Mine. Uh, yeah. She married my stepdad when I was four or five. So oh, they've been. Okay. De- he's like basically raised me. Oh. So that's it too. It's like I'm not missing. I'm not missing that. I never, until I was an adult, looked at my stepdad like he was a father figure. But mm-hmm. as an adult, I was like, oh no, you were there my whole life. You've been to everything. You've been to every pageant, whatever it is. And my dad never was. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tricky though with your family because they're all on the East Coast. It's so yeah. hard to get out to the East Coast. Yeah, hopefully they'll be out here in two years though. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. I, I mean, that'd be great. I wish we were closer with your family. Yeah. Like we're super close with my brothers and my sister. It's proximity. It definitely helps. S- sometimes I feel guilty because I like, I we spend more time with my family than we do with your family. Yeah. I guess your grandparents. Yeah. What's going on with them? Weren't the, wasn't there like potential move? Are we able yeah. To they that? bought a place in Colorado. And okay. But they're still living in Nevada. Yeah. So, so. kind of both back and forth right now, but hopefully it'll be permanent soon. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to be your neighbors again. I know. It's the best. I love hanging out with them. Jared, what's going on with your family, with your parents? Yeah, let's let's talk about your... Uh, same old. Before I... Bef- I do want... Oh, I'll, I'll... Yeah, I'll talk about my family. I do want to say one thing, just because, you know, we're in this this mode. Um, Obviously, Dean, I've been close with you for a while. And, like, now that we're talking about it, it just, like, reminds me of what a specimen... You are, don't get a big head, but the idea that you're the man that you are today and losing your mom at such a young age and then the relationship with your dad, the idea that you turned out the way you are, first of all, like I I don't want to diss on your dad, but that's delusional if he takes any responsibility or credibility for the man you've become. But like, I just want you to know it is pretty crazy like what a great man you've become and you should take a lot of pride in yourself for that thanks man i appreciate that it's very true but family doing family's doing well over here dawson uh is listen he's a toddler he throws like these temper tantrums sometimes and it's like bro he just like out of nowhere if like i if i you know if i'm rubbing him his back he'll be fine with it for like 10 seconds and then I can tell he's enjoying it. And then out of nowhere, he'd be like, no, dad, dad. And then he'll like throw the book. And then I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? And then he'll just like start like shaking his head. I'm like, good God, man. Um, so he's very emotional, but he also, the, the highs are so high and you know, the lows are lows, but the highs are so high. Like they're just, cause now he's developing his own personality and he's getting more like uh, excited about things which gets me excited about things. And it could be the most, the dumbest thing, but like, we'll start playing a song. I'll start playing, you know, Batman. I'm like, bro, Batman. He'll be like, <gasps> Batman. And then I'll play the song and then he'll just like, Batman. And I'm like, oh dude, just that level of excitement. The way he freaks out over bubbles. Good God, man. It's just like, it reminds you, wow, what the hell do I even have a concern in life about? This kid gets just so excited about me being blowing bubbles in his face. Um, so things are good. Ashley's feeling good. Uh, she's not nearly as sick as she was last pregnancy, obviously. And she gets better day by day. Like I can definitely tell this has been a very good week for her. Um, where she's how far along is she now? She's 18 weeks. I forget in weeks. She's due July 29th. So, okay. However, it's flying by though. Next week is March. She's halfway through. Yeah. She's almost there. Almost there. Um, 
And so we're just getting prepared. We got a new stroller the other day, which is cool. And we're trying to get Dawson into his bed. So we, our house, we have our bedroom downstairs. Dawson's bedroom's upstairs. Right now, he's still sleeping in his crib, in his bed. It's more of like a bed. It's not a crib. Uh, in our room. Hmm. But we need to get out, him out because he needs to be in his own room by the time the baby comes because I'm not going to have both kids in the room with us. I know nothing about kids. So that he does have his own room, but he sleeps in the same room as you guys. Well, it's because he usually like he'll wake up, he'll cry. He usually wakes up at like six in the morning. So instead of us going up the stairs and getting him, it's so much easier where we can get him. We put him in our bed. He falls back asleep. You know, he'll sleep until like eight, eight thirty for Ash. So I'm usually out the door by then. But um, so it's just easier. You know, it's so much easier. Plus, mm-hmm. it's just peace of mind. You know, he's not if he's crying in the middle of the night, we don't have to like go upstairs. It's just, he's just right there. So that's been nice, but we got to get out of that because I mean, we can't have a newborn waking up every three hours and waking Dawson up. So he needs to be in his own room. We got him a bed. We're trying to get him out of the crib, but um, obviously in a bed, he can just like roam around the room and do whatever he wants. So that's a little nerve wracking. I can't imagine going from, sleeping in the same room as my parents as a two and a half year old to then being relegated to a room upstairs while the new baby gets to sleep with the parents. He's going to be very jealous, I think. I know he's going to be very jealous, but that's why we're having a sibling, you know, teach him about life. Everything's not about you, bro. You know, you got to share things. Yeah, maybe (laughs) he does love freedom. Like when we go out, we were at Walmart the other day. And uh, also, I just noticed that one of our spots is Walmart, which is awesome because I was saying on Instagram that I like Walmart better than Target. I love Target. Don't mm. get me wrong. Love them both. But I'm just a Walmart guy. I'm sorry. I always Same. have been. Always will be. Yeah. Um, better prices. Better pizza. Papa John's. <laughs> Walmart. Uh, but <laughs> what was I going to say? Something about, oh, when we were at Walmart. Walmart. I mean, he just like. He's not the type of kid that is just like always looking behind him to see if you're there. He just goes. Mm. And it's like, all right, well, we got to catch up with him because at one point he's going to be like on the opposite side of the store and be like, Dawson, Dawson. Um, so he 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 seems okay on his own, which is good. Is there anything that, because I think, I, I don't know, obviously, but I feel like one of the cool things about being a parent would be to like teach him the things that you want him to learn and and disregard the things that you don't want to learn in the sense where it's like is there anything that you do that you hope he doesn't pick up on or like that you're trying to make sure he doesn't inherit like actively right now it's hard man because i think the biggest thing on my mind is just you know i'm a guy he's a kid so we like wrestle and like sometimes he'll hit me in the face and obviously i'm fine but I also at times I'm like, wait a minute, I can't let him get away with that because if he's hitting me in the face, he could be hitting mom in the face and that's a completely different story. But it's so hard because I just like wrestle with him. I throw him on the couch, like I roughhouse with him. And then so in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I teaching him bad habits right now? Like yeah. how to just like fight and I shouldn't be teaching him these things. Cause like it's, it's fun, you know, it's just fun when him and I just like go at it. So that's in the back of my mind. I'm like, should I be doing this? Should I be, should I be teaching him? No, you don't hit anybody. But then he like smacks me and it's funny. And then I'll be like, ah, and he's laughing hysterically. So, uh, that's kind of like where I'm at right now where I'm like, should I be going easier on him? 
There is a phase though for every young man, every young boy, I guess, where like fighting is just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I, that lasted for for a while for me until I was still like, going on. Eight, uh, yeah. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was in LA drunk with my one of my best friends. And I was like, you know what, Josh? I've never wrestled you. And I'm like, it's just me and him in his apartment. So I like lay a blanket down on his living room floor. I take my shirt off and I like, we're we're wrestling right now. And it's just, there's something fun about wrestling. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. just really fun. What, what for our kids would you want to not instill in them? Well, that's it what it seemed like you had an answer. No, ready. I don't. Oh. And I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with what Jared is saying too. Like I would definitely rough house and, and play around, but then there has to be like a line drawn at some point or like a, a like specific, this is playtime and you can hit during playtime, but only during playtime kind of thing. You know, I don't know. But I'm sure I have a lot of negative traits that I wouldn't want my kid to inherit as well. Yeah, personality traits, like I'm sure I'll get into when he gets older. But right now, yeah, in terms of like anxiety or stuff like that, I hope he doesn't get that shit. But I mean, he will. It's just human nature. It's the haven nature. When I was a kid, or I think I was like 15, my mom came to my door and she was like, told me traits of my dad who wasn't in my life. She was like, he's very selfish and said all these things and she's like you inherited that so you need to be very aware like your whole life to fight that it's kind of messed up yeah and then <laughs> but she also said uh I, we are we're native american and native americans uh struggle with alcoholism so mm. she was like knowing that i'm a teenager and probably going to be dabbling into that soon she was like you need to be very aware of that and i was like kind of at 15 like why are you telling me this but it stuck with me you know drinking as I was in high school and college and all of that. And I think it was important. A little party animal or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember that first day I came down to the beach in paradise. She was wasted folks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't really drink now. I never drink. I'm a mocktail girl. It's a shame because you're a lot of fun when you get wasted. No, my anxiety lasts for weeks and weeks. And I'm like, I can't deal with it. I can't remember when it was, but I do remember... It might have been in Carmel. You like got drunk for the first time in a while mm-hmm. and you're being crazy. And I was like, it's pretty fun. This is pretty fun. It was Carmel. Easton said, <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. It was pretty tight, fun. Tight. You with Jess. Yeah. You getting drunk with your friends is always a fun thing to watch because. Especially with Jess, because Jess and I both don't ever let loose. Yeah. She's my partner in crime. Yeah. Well, Here's to hoping that our kids don't get our negative qualities and get only our positive qualities. I guess that's all we can really hope for these days. But I feel like we probably rambled on enough about food and trauma. So Yes. Great podcast. Yeah. Great podcast. <laughs> Didn't really expect it to go anywhere after uh, those initial talks. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Suckers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to tune in for all of our personal segments. Jared, how's Daddy Talk going? Daddy Talk's doing well. Recorded an episode yesterday. I mean, I think it's going well. It's literally just me talking to me. So uh, you should really ask the audience how it's doing because I love the voice, you know, the hearing my own voice. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough talking to your... Well, actually, no, let me say this. I always think it's going to be harder than it is because I've only done a couple episodes just by myself. Either Kaylin or like a friend will be on. Um, and I'm like, well, how am I going to fill 25 minutes just talking to myself? And then I start talking and then I look down and it's been 25 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wow, I actually, I did it. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I did it. I did it. Wow. <laughs> I did so, it. But yeah, talking to yourself, it's it's definitely a change compared to this because we're used to hosting with each other. Whereas like we could, you know, we just talked for 40 minutes about food and. Yeah, we bounce off each other. And stuff. So, 
but yeah, that's good. So listen to Jared's, listen to Kaylin's, listen to mine in that order and keep listening to this. Maybe next week we'll suck just a little bit less. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease.